Hey there, this is the Hello Personality Podcast, where you can learn to take your personality type from a casual curiosity to a life-changing path for growth, all for the purpose of creating a life focused on who you really are and what matters most. I'm Leslie McDaniel, and this is Episode 7, and let's dive in. So we're continuing our focus on the 16 personality type system, which is what I call the combination of the Myers-Briggs personality type and the underlying brain wiring or the cognitive functions, which were identified by Carl Jung. This episode is part three of a four-part series in which we're looking at the truth behind the four letters of your personality type in this system. And today we're focusing on the truth about thinking and feeling. Now, if you missed parts one and two, where we talked about the truth about extroversion and introversion, and the truth about sensing and intuition, I would encourage you to go back and listen to episodes five and six first. Do you want a guide to follow along as you're listening? If so, go to hellopersonality.com slash typing guide to sign up to receive a free self-typing guide for the 16 type system. And there you can follow along with each dichotomy in the guide. So those dichotomies are E versus I or extroversion versus introversion, uh, S versus N or sensing versus intuition, and so on and so forth. This guide will help you through the process of self-reflecting and self-observation in a way that helps you see how these letters are showing up for you. Um, It also has some really wonderful self-reflection questions that'll help you see how you are using each side. So in other words, these questions will guide you to observe when you're extroverting or doing an extroverted activity and when you're introverting or doing an introverted activity. And and the same thing for the other uh, letters in your personality type. Now, these things may seem obvious, especially for extroversion versus introversion, but this whole series that we're in is about helping you expand your definition of each of these letters of your type and helping you notice when you're using each side of each dichotomy. Because as you probably know, you do both. You extrovert some things, you introvert some things. You use both sensing and intuition. You both think and feel and etc. etc. So, all right, are you ready for thinking versus feeling? I'm pretty excited to share some of the insights uh, that I've gained about these two letters or these two um, functions, because this is where I had some biases and misunderstandings that prevented me from landing on ENTJ as my best fit type for a long time. And as you probably know, I believe that finding your personality type, your accurate personality type, is really the fuel to help you have a a wonderful personal growth journey and to have direction, to know exactly how to move forward in your personal growth journey in a way that's personalized for you. Now, if I knew anything about myself before I realized I was an ENTJ, I knew, I'm using quotes with that, I knew that I had an overall preference for feeling. Why? How did I come to that conclusion? Well, I saw myself as highly emotional and in touch with other people's emotions, as well as being able to read people and their intentions. I care really deeply about people and 
I care a whole lot about what other people think. And I can be swayed by other people's opinions and wants and needs and likes and dislikes. Now I've done quite a bit of work around that and recognize when that happens. But those things were all true for me. I also want people to get along with each other. Like I've thought many times, can we just all get along? I didn't like conflict. And while I wouldn't completely avoid conflict, it made me deeply uncomfortable. And I would do what I could to smooth things over, to get people to to work together to move forward. Now, all those things are true and still are true, but I don't have an overall preference for feeling when it comes to making decisions. And that's what this particular dichotomy, T or F or thinking or feeling, that's what it's all about. So one point of confusion I've found in working with clients to help them find their personality type in the 16 type system is that men who have an overall preference for feeling may easily view themselves as a thinking type and therefore they may test that way on personality tests. And on the other hand, women who have an overall preference for thinking may often view themselves as feeling types including yours truly, (laughs) and they will then have a bias towards feeling that shows up on personality type tests too. This is often due to gender stereotypes, socialization, and expectations from society or even your family to behave in certain ways. For example, I've encountered many ENTJ women actually who think that they're INFJs or ENFJs, and it seems to happen so frequently that There is a pattern emerging where ENTJ women who share similar views as I do, not all of us do, but there's a segment of of ENTJ, ENTJ women who feel similarly to me around the idea of feelings and other people's feelings, that they tend to mistype as one of these two types, INFJ or ENFJ. And there are other types that ENTJs can resonate with and mistype as as well, but ENTJs thinking that they're INFJs or ENFJs is really becoming a common theme I'm seeing. If you remember back in episode five, when I shared the truth about extroversion and introversion, I talked about the attitude or direction of energy flow. I also shared that sensing and intuition and thinking and feeling could be oriented toward the external world or the internal world. In episode six, you had a brief introduction to the introverted and extroverted versions of sensing and intuition. And as a side note, we are going to talk about those in more uh, detail and more depth after we finish this series on the truth about the dichotomies. So this means then that there are also two versions of thinking and feeling. So you have thinking, extroverted thinking and introverted thinking. And with feeling, you have extroverted feeling an introverted feeling. Thinking and feeling are judging functions. You remember with sensing and intuition, we talked about how they were perceiving functions. They were about learning information. Well, thinking and feeling are judging functions because they make decisions. However, they make decisions based on different criteria. And I've found that people may know the direction that their judging function is oriented, like it's either oriented towards the inner world or the outer world. So they may have their own personal criteria when making decisions that take um, priority, or they may know that they have an extra, they're more externally 
oriented when making decisions and they use external data or external standards more often when making decisions. But those things can be confused for one another. So the introverted versions of feeling and thinking can be confused for one another. And the extroverted versions of feeling and thinking can also be confused for one another because of this reason. So on the surface, it may seem like it would be really easy to tell these apart, or at least I thought it probably would have been, Um, but it can get tricky. So let's look at some examples of what it means to make decisions based on thinking and what it means to make some decisions based on feeling. When it comes to thinking, it may look like deciding based on what makes sense to you in a logical or analytical way. It can be making decision based on the use of dispassionate reasoning or rational thought or deducing the answer by putting together pieces of of information that um, are all congruent with one another and fit together nicely in a logical way. It can be making decisions based on a coherence or consistency of thought through intellectualization, through what works in the real world or the external world. It can be making a decision based on identifying a good resource uh, to help someone. And that could be another person or, uh, you know, like a book or a website or some other physical resource. It can be making a decision based on um, who's the good resource for a particular problem through problem solving in the external world for things that people are struggling with for systems that aren't working or that could work better or setting up frameworks and processes to help things run smoothly for themselves or for others. It can also be making decisions based on prioritization of external tasks and resources. It can also be based on managing a project so that the project and everyone involved functions well to meet an end goal. What does it look like then to make decisions based on feeling in the 16 type system? Well, it could look like deciding based on what feels right, what feels authentic, what's in alignment with your personal ethics or values. It could be based on a gut feeling or a set of personal priorities that are maybe based on things like your values, your morals, your authenticity, what allows you to Uh, personally express yourself in the world. Feeling could also be based on making decisions about what creates emotional harmony as the end goal with other people and groups of people. And what I mean by that is like what creates good feelings and the feeling about being together and feeling the same things together. It could be based on bringing up the emotional temperature of others and raising the morale so that we're all in this together. It could be based on standards of behavior that are set by some external uh, system or structure or group. It could be based on furthering an emotional connection in relationships or meeting the emotional needs of other people. It could also be based on making decisions based on relational dynamics or the order of relationships or who takes priority in a relationship, who has um, a greater connection and things like that. So as you can see, all of these are based on making decisions based on more feeling-based criteria. Now, 
Just like you have both sensing and intuition, as we talked about in episode six, you also use both thinking and feeling. Everyone does. In other words, you have one internal decision-making function. So you either use introverted thinking or introverted feeling, and you have one external decision-making function, either extroverted thinking or extroverted feeling. Your style of thinking and feeling and how you relate to the descriptions of thinking and feeling that I just shared, um, as well as how much you access each of these functions, meaning how much you access your introverted version of feeling or your extroverted version of thinking, for example, um, that determines how you will prioritize thinking, your thinking and feeling styles of making decisions. Now, the reason the introverted style of thinking can be confused with the introverted style of feeling is that because of its internal orientation, it's based on what makes sense to the person using introverted thinking, which is what seems rational and in alignment with their own beliefs and knowledge. Introverted feeling users can have a similar feeling of alignment and rationality, but it's based on a different kind of data, if you will. And that data is their own feelings, values, or convictions. So for both introverted thinking and introverted feeling, the decisions are internally based and based on their own internal standards and their own internal expectations rather than external standards. Now, that doesn't mean that if you use introverted thinking or introverted feeling that you don't care about what other people think or you don't ever meet external expectations, that's not true at all. And actually, it depends a lot on where your introverted feeling or introverted thinking is located, the level of priority that you give it and how much tension you might feel with that external uh, set of standards. In the same way, extroverted thinking and extroverted feeling are both oriented toward the external world. These decisions prioritize an outcome in the real world, the external world, and that often involves other people. Both of these are based on external standards and external expectations more than internal standards. And again, it doesn't mean that if someone uses extroverted thinking or extroverted feeling that they don't access their own internal standards. Um, It really depends on where these functions are located how they access them and how they use them. And we'll get more, get into that more when we get to the deep dive into these functions. So not only can gender and socialization impact which letter a person believes that they prefer, as I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, but how easily you can access your thinking and feeling function can also sway your self-perception of whether or not you have an overall thinking or feeling preference. This can cause you to be mistyped by tests or even through your own self-study of reading descriptions about various types. Now, you might be wondering, why does this matter? Well, it matters because the types of functions you use and their attitude or direction of their focus, so whether you use thinking overall or feeling overall and whether you prioritize the introverted or extroverted version of those can change the letters of your personality type in this system. Sometimes those underlying mental functions that are below the letters, like my letters are ENTJ, 
And the functions that I use below are extroverted thinking, introverted intuition, extroverted sensing, and introverted feeling. Those functions that are underneath for each person's type can totally change just based on one letter changing. Remember that at the beginning, I shared that there are many ENTJ women who believe they're ENFJs. Well, in this case, these two types do share the same kind of intuition and sensing. They both use the introverted version of intuition and the extroverted version of sensing. But they have the opposite kinds of thinking and feeling. So ENFJs use extroverted feeling and introverted thinking, whereas ENTJs use introverted feeling and extroverted thinking. Now, I could share countless examples of this, but instead of doing that, let's again look at why this really matters, because that's what I'm hoping that you're going to take away from this. If you're trying to live each day with purpose and intention, and you want to focus on what matters most, that's going to involve making sure that your life is set up in a way that honors your natural wiring and allows you to use your natural strengths but that also allows you to give the right amount of attention to the parts that you're likely to ignore. Living life this way also means that you give yourself the opportunity to flow through each day rather than just working hard to make something work that you're not really cut out for. You know that wearing boots or heels while trying to win a race, for example, is not the most helpful choice if your goal is to get to the finish line with as much ease and flow and with the least amount of pain, I might add, as possible. If your stronger overall preference is for thinking, like it is for me, but you believe that you're feeling type and you're making decisions based on the feeling related things that I mentioned earlier, you're ultimately going to feel frustrated, confused, ill-equipped, or stuck. And if your stronger overall preference is for feeling, but you believe you're a thinking type and you're trying to lean really heavily on your thinking function, you'll be a fish out of water more often than not. And this can create a lot of tension inside of you and it can impact your sense of self and your confidence and many different areas of your life. So knowing your actual preference and your accurate personality type in the 16 type system gives you a decoder ring of how to live with the most intention and purpose, how to feel fulfilled and in flow, and like you are the most balanced and healthiest version of yourself. Now, if you're wondering how in the world are you supposed to figure out which side you prefer, and maybe all this feels kind of complicated, well, guess what? That's exactly why I help people figure out their type. I've spent all the time learning and experiencing and refining my ability to detect these things in people so that you don't have to spend time learning what amounts to a whole new language. I can help you identify your personality type, which will significantly narrow your focus on the parts that relate to you. And I do a personality type interview with everyone who invests in a level one package with me. And just by listening to your story and listening to your life experiences, I'm able to share with you uh, specific and personal examples of how you're using each of these functions in real life. This is really powerful self-knowledge that you'll be able to use right away and make immediate changes in your life. It's so incredibly empowering 
to understand yourself through the lens of your personality type. Now, I know I mentioned the free self-typing guide at the beginning of this podcast. It's still a wonderful resource to help you observe and reflect on how you are using thinking and feeling and the other functions. But we're almost done with this series. And if you find yourself wanting more and really wanting to narrow down your type, and especially now, knowing how easy it is to identify with the wrong overall preference, let's work together. Because I know that you're an ambitious person and you probably are ready to take action right now, I want to invite you to go ahead and apply for a 16 Types Level 1 package. And to do that, you can just go to hellopersonality.com slash 16 types, and that's one six types altogether. And on that page, you'll find a link to the application for that package. One last thing before I go, I'd love to answer your questions about anything from season one of the 16 type system in a wrap up episode that we're going to do at the end of season one. To submit your questions, just go to hellopersonality.com slash podcast and use the pop-up window that will appear there. I can't wait to hear what questions you have. Okay, so that's where we'll end for today. In the next episode, we'll get into the final letter of your 16 types personality, and that's either judging, which is a J, or perceiving, which is a P. I'll see you then. Take care. <music>